All right. Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from the Fishing Fanatics podcast. And today I'm joined with Patrick Zander, who's the CEO, co-founder and inventor of Sivlo, which is a real company based in Sweden. So how you doing, Patrick? I'm very good, uh, Eric. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. It's great to have you here. We met down at ICAST this year, and I got a chance to try out your reels down there. And I got to say, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced in fishing before. And we're going to dive into the whole story about your reels in a little bit. But let's start with you and your personal and professional background. Um, Tell me a little bit about what it's like growing up in Sweden, what kind of fish you guys fish for. Um, Even if back then, were you like a big fisherman? Did that kind of come in later in life? So tell me about how that kind of love for fishing kind of developed. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, I'm 54 years old. Um, I grew up in the southern part of, of Sweden. Um, we live very close to the ocean. And uh, I'm going to jump a, li- a little bit ahead. Uh, but I, I grew up watching my, my father uh, standing at the beach uh, and just throwing his uh, rod and reel uh, every evening. And I'll get back to why he did that. But um, I really wasn't an avid angler uh, during the early age, um, uh, and neither was my father. That hasn't come until uh, the last few years, actually, when we started the the business together. Uh, But in terms of of fishing, um, pike is really, really popular uh, in Sweden if you go with freshwater fishing, Uh, so northern pike. but, but bass, of course, as well, is, is also popular. Sander, my last name, is, is very popular as well. Um, and then you have, well, I, I would say those are the most popular uh, fish that you uh, try to catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing videos online um, about over there in Sweden about the northern pike you guys have. And it's pretty cool, like, the size and what people can throw for them and how aggressive they are over there, too. It yeah. feels like yeah. a whole different yeah. world. Yeah. And that's also why we started with uh, a, a, a pike reel, mm. because it is very popular in, in Sweden. Absolutely. And we'll get into all your reels and all that stuff yeah. um, in a little bit. Let's talk about your professional life. Um, when did you kind of become an entrepreneur, and what was that kind of mindset going into your real company? Yeah, I, I've been working in the software industry for uh, the majority of my professional life. Uh, it wasn't until 2016 uh, when I asked my uh, my father if we were to see if his invention was something that we could could uh, could patent and then try to uh, get it into real and, and start selling it. So software industry been working in a couple of uh, international startups, uh, a Dutch startup and a, uh, and a U.S. startup. Uh, so the entrepreneur in me didn't really come out until uh, 2016, 2017. Wow. And then, so that story about like your dad kind of developed something, is that kind of the story about how you guys got started with the company that you're at now, the uh, Civlo Reels? Yep. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I uh, grew up watching him standing on the beach, uh, yeah. throwing his his uh, rod and reel, and uh, he wasn't a f- uh, he wasn't a, a fisherman. Uh, he was a watchmaker, uh, a problem solver. And I asked him uh, a few years ago um, how he came uh, how he came up with uh, the invention and why he started doing it. And he said, "Well, I just thought that there would be a better way to uh, 
to tackle the uh, the uh, backlash problem on multiplier reels. So um, he invented the technology already back in the 80s. And as an inventor, you're, you're likely not an entrepreneur. So it was put on a shelf. And then I asked him in 2015, 16, uh, if we uh, should see if this was something that we could, could uh, go ahead with and, and start a business around. So your dad actually got started with the idea back in the 80s making watches. That's so yeah, so he, he, he was he was very good at fine mechanics, of course, and yeah. and and uh, motion and rotational motion and, and specifics as you have in a watch. So he, he was very good at those types of, of movements. Uh, and uh, I remember that he had uh, many many different prototypes that he he worked with, and everything was handmade. Back in the eighties, you didn't have CNC yeah. machining, etc. So he did everything by hand. On his manual lath, and uh, he was uh, yeah that that was was amazing to to uh, to see. That was a real uh, craftsmanship. Absolutely. Well, Patrick, I'm sure all the listeners are like, you know, sitting here kind of wondering what's different about your reels. Like, what makes them so cool, so unique? Especially, I've got to hold them and throw them and kind of see it. Can you try to articulate what makes your reels different? Because I know from personally feeling it, but I just want to hear it from your own words. Yeah, I think that's also one of the challenges that we have. I mean, it's it looks like a baitcaster, it is a baitcaster, but it behaves completely different to anything else. Um, so if you're familiar with a baitcaster, you know that there are different um, um, things you have to do in order to, to cast and to not get backlash. You have to tension the spool knob a bit. You have to use your thumb at the end of the cast and you have to adjust either a centrifugal brake or a magnetic brake or on the latest uh, uh, reels, uh, a, a digital brake. But a digital brake, a magnetic brake or a centrifugal brake, they activate based on spool rotation. So the faster the spool rotates, the more they will brake. And, uh, and this is an issue because uh, the longer you want to cast, the more they will brake. So then you loosen the brake systems a, a little bit. And if something goes wrong, you get a hideous backlash. So our technology, it reacts to changes in motion and not spool rotation itself. So the spool speed. Um, so what happens is as long as the lure is pulling the line, nothing will happen. Uh, but as soon as the lure stops pulling the line, our brake system will activate because then the spool will start to decelerate uh, due to internal friction, etc., uh, And uh, it will break until the lure is pulling the line again. Then the brake system will uh, release. So the only time you actually risk getting a backlash overrun is when the lure stops pulling the line. During acceleration, there is no risk of getting backlash. So this is essentially the only way uh, to this point that you can can uh, tackle the, the the problem properly without losing distance because that's also one of the I would say the most frequent uh, comments questions and concerns is just hey yes of course everyone every re real vendor say that they have reels that eliminate backlash uh, and yes you can get any bait caster to not backlash but then you get no distance <laughs> but that's also what they they ask us 
do you get any distance and I think you can con confirm that as well but you will not lose distance uh, you will probably be able to cast even longer with our reel than any other tune bait caster yeah let me try to put this in like my own words too and I hope I don't butcher this but like I have a couple Shimano DC reels and they're great reels right but yep. the issue that arises and i'm sure people that have one can kind of testify to this is if you turn it up to the four setting and you have the brakes on high or you have them on three and you try to make that long cast you cast it you hear that little and it completely slows down your your lure and your lure kind of goes nowhere the thing that was really cool about your reels is when i was casting it 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 almost could tell if you were casting it into the wind if you're casting it with the wind and the spool would actually speed up or slow down depending on where you were actually casting it so it wouldn't bird's nest and then also towards the end of the cast when the spools normally backlash then it would slow down and then stop it and then drop it right into the water so it would only really break towards the end of the cast when that spool is kind of like the fastest and it was interesting to feel it because you could actually feel it slow down and i it's it's interesting because like you really never truly know until you have the reel in your hand yeah that, that's that's completely true and and that's also why we uh i mean we, we call the technology cast guard but it is an automatic thumb uh, yeah. so just when you're about to use your thumb our technology kicks in and reduce pool speed uh, and also one of the big advantages that you have with our technology is that there is nothing to adjust uh, the spool tension there is a spool tension knob but it's just there to have no leeway on the spool axle so there should be no tension on the spool axle but but that's it i mean you can change the 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 weight of the lure you can cast in headwind you can uh, you can cast uh, tailwind it doesn't matter there is nothing to adjust so what we can i mean we i've i've heard multiple uh professional anglers and, and amateurs say that hey this reel is impossible to backlash there are no reels that are impossible to backlash, but I would say that ours is very, very difficult. Uh, and if you're a beginner, or if you're in a uh, tricky situation where you, you risk catching a branch when you cast, I would just tighten the spool tension knob a little bit. Uh, because as our technology reacts to spool deceleration, when you tension the spool, uh, the spool tension uh, a little bit, you will uh, increase deceleration. Our technology will react quicker and break more aggressively. Uh, mm. So that it's a great way for a beginner to pick up our reel. You just tension the spool knob a little bit, and then they can can learn how to cast. Yeah, you hit you hit my next question literally the nail on the head. I was gonna bring up who this reel was made for, and I was just like thinking back to like all the people that I fish with. Like I don't fish with any professional fishermen really. It's just me going out there with my dad or my buddies who never casted a baitcaster before, and the worst feeling it's cool to have them out on the boat but the worst feeling is when they go oh like Stu, i feel like i'm i think i messed something up here and i yeah. look down and my reel is just completely blown up and i'm like yeah probably just gonna have to cut out that line and get a new line in there and then the next thing you know 30 minutes later they do it again for another reel and you're like this is just a complete mess um and then you end up spending 50 60 dollars on new line to line up yeah. all your reels yeah. yeah but it's i mean it's it's not a beginner reel per se but it's it's a reel that anybody can enjoy uh if you're a professional angler i mean you can focus more on fishing than adjusting a reel and and just uh being on the constantly on the edge 
of getting backlash because you want to achieve those few more feet or yards. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we've had anglers saying that, hey, I can cast as long as I can do with my tune, tune reel, but I don't have to put as much, much effort into it. That's uh, very if true. You, uh, if you compete and you fish all day long, uh, that can, can save you uh, a lot of, of, of uh, hassle, I would say. Oh, absolutely. So, so anyone that wants to have the lure longer time in the water, I would say those are the the target anglers for us. That's a great point there. And then let's talk about your reels as a whole, because yeah. I see you have about four on your website right now. Um, you mentioned that you have a pike reel and a couple bass reels too. Tell me a little bit about your product development right now. Yeah, so uh, the first reel that will hit the market in September, it's Genesis 1, uh, and that's the pike uh, reel. It's a 300 size uh, bait caster. Um, on the website, there are three. It's, it's the same reel, but there are three versions of it. Uh, and we did that due to demand. Some wanted to have a, um, a real, um, um, a limited edition reel. They wanted to have a reel with a serial number and a, a, a certificate of authenticity. So that's something that you can pre-order today. There's also a VIP reel that you can pre-order, you prepay it, and then you will be first in line when we uh, when we ship them. Uh, and then there's one uh, bass reel called a Draken one. Uh, so that's what we have. And the Genesis one, it comes in two versions. It's a 6.3 um, uh, gear ratio and an uh, and eight one, and left and right hand, of course. And uh, the Draken one comes in uh, 7.3 gear ratio. Gotcha. So the VIP one is for people to order that on the Genesis one, and then they're kind of first in line there. Yep. And then yep. the collector's edition, you get a certificate of authenticity and then a serial number two for your reel. Yep. And it's a limited to 50 reels. The 50 uh, first gotcha. reels that comes out of the production line will get a serial. That's awesome. And then I heard... Come out, yeah, no, sorry. We, we, we will also come out with a VIP reel for, for Draken if you want to uh, be first in line. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then being a startup company, um, testing out different R&D and everything, how was your process through like research and everything? Because I know the idea kind of came up with your dad in 2016. Now we're sitting here in 2023 kind of getting these out, getting these pre-orders ready. Um, what was that whole process like, just the R&D of it all? Business owners and marketing professionals in the Philly area, Bad Rhino takes the overwhelm out of digital marketing. With tailored digital marketing services, from social media management to SEO and PPC advertising, our expert team navigates the complexities of the digital ad space for your business. Let Bad Rhino lead you to success. Visit BadRhinoInc.com and let's take your business to new heights. Bad Rhino, we do digital marketing so you don't have to. Yeah, it's been uh, challenging, a lot of failures a lot of failures uh, because it is a very diffi difficult problem to, 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 to solve. Um, and um, we started really with the development in 2018. Um, and as a startup company, the most difficult thing is to, uh, to have um, uh, money to, uh, to support the company. So we searched for investors. We had a difficult time doing that. We, we got one uh, initial investor that wanted to do this. But as money ran, ran out, we uh, searched for additional ones, had a very difficult time finding investors that believed in our technology uh, and our, our uh, business model. So we looked at other 
alternatives for our technology because it, it can sit on anything. It can be implemented in anything that rotates. And at that time, when we searched for uh, investors, my father, who was 78 at the time, he fell using his rollator. Uh, and it's a four-wheeled four walker. And then we thought to ourselves, hey, our technology reacts to changes in speed. So it should be able to also stop uh, rollator when it accelerates away from the user. So we built a very uh, uh, simple prototype. It worked really well and found an investor that wanted us to focus on that. So in 2009, end of 2019, uh, we decided to focus on the rollator wheel. We spent two and a half years on that, and now that product product is out on the market. So we, we put Swivlo on hold uh, during that time. And in April last year, we uh, restarted uh, development on, on, on CastGuard specifically. Um, and now it's it's ready, and it's ready to be shipped in, in a few weeks. Gotcha. And that other company is called RoloGuard, correct? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. So anyone so that wants to go check that out. Yeah, so it's the same technology, essentially. And we learned a lot about our technology. We learned a lot about manufacturing. We learned a lot about risk-taking and, and all of that that you, you need to be in control of in order to, uh, to manufacture a, a product. Awesome. Cool. And then, Patrick, another thing we like to hit on on this podcast is just social media, too. Because um, I see you got a lot of videos from iCast of different people using yep. your reel um, and kind of explaining what they're feeling and seeing it actually work in action. So tell me a little bit about your strategy on social media and how you're kind of getting the product out there and kind of getting that story out there and getting real-life reactions, too, out there. Yeah, so social media is, of course, extremely important. And what we've seen is that um, it seems like we, we attract the younger generation with our reels more than the older generation, more, more than my generation. Uh, because my generation, they are so used to using a baitcaster. They, they know how to handle it. They rarely get backlash, even if they do. They don't want to admit it, but they, they do get backlash. But I think the younger generation, they just want to fish. They couldn't bother less with trying to to learn how to use a baitcaster uh, for, for weeks, months, or, or years even. Um, so um, there was one video um, that was not uh, recorded by us, but, but uh, another one on TikTok. I think it has gotten 5.2 million views already. Nice. And that's amazing. So uh, social media is very important. So we have, a, we have TikTok account, uh, Instagram account, Facebook account, uh, YouTube, of course, and a Twitter account. We're not very active on, on Twitter, but TikTok and Instagram are the two most important uh, social media uh, uh, for us. Awesome. Cool. Awesome, Patrick. Well, let's wrap it up here. Um, I'm going to give you the floor here to shout out any of your social media handles, um, your website too, and then also let people know when they can expect the reels once they pre-order it. I know you said September. Um, I don't know if that's for all your reels or just a couple of them, but go ahead. Yep. So... Uh, you will find us on svivlo.com. That's uh, the website. So S-V-I-V-L-L-O.com. And all social media are at Svivlo. So if you just search for uh, Svivlo, you will find us. Um, the reels will be... Uh, so the Genesis 1 will start ship in September. 
and Bracken one uh, is planned to start ship in October, probably end of October. Cool, very cool. Well, like I said, awesome reel. For anyone listening, definitely check out the social media, see how it works um, with people actually using it and feeling it. It's an awesome reel. I can't wait for you guys to send out the products and get people kind of testing it out and trying it out. But Patrick, I appreciate you jumping on this podcast with me, explaining a little bit more about your story and about your company. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely.